Hello. It's Dream Stories podcast time. I know. I just wanted to say that. I don't know why. <laughs> well, you have my permission. Good. I said it already. So I'm glad I have your permission. Okay, let's start over. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hey, it's Dream Stories podcast time. Okay, whatever. Okay. All right, let's carry All right. on. So, how are you? Um, Right now? I could crawl up in the bed and go to sleep. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> oh, me. We took a week off last week. We and did. And you're still tired? Are we supposed to warn people when we do that? I don't know. I guess we should, but I don't know. Sorry. If it frustrates you, like if you're just so pumped about our podcast and it truly bothers you that we skip a week here and there. And we That's don't the do that week. often. We've only skipped two weeks in two years. Is that all? That's I it. think I thought it was more than that. Nope. There were 51 episodes last year. Yep. Mm. And this is the first time we skipped one this year. Mm. Yeah, it's true. So we did good. Well, forget what I just said then. I was going to say, if it really bothers you, send us a message, but we don't care. (laughs) (laughs) We do care. It's true. But anyway. I love everybody. We love talking about dreams, but every once in a while, we just have things going on in our life that make it difficult to get a podcast out. I know so. what I'm thinking. Maybe we skip, m- m- you know, the day that we say we're usually going we to We have skipped it. the day we were going to post yeah. it because that's one of the reasons yeah. we shifted our time around to Mondays. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, okay. it's all good. Okay. So what are we going to talk about today, Frenchie? Well, I thought we'd talk about some fun things. You know, uh, I just recently, last week, in fact, did uh, an amazing the interesting um, webinar. I was actually invited to participate in the Mind, Body, Spirit um, Wellness Festival in London. Mm-hmm. And they had canceled the actual you know, live, live event, event mm-hmm. because of the coronavirus, the right. COVID-19. So it actually made it possible for me to participate because they moved the event to an online event. So I did a webinar, one hour webinar on spiritual dream interpretation. Had an amazing time with an amazing group of folks. Oh, good. It was really fun. And I had several questions about dead people in dreams. And we've covered that topic a lot or several times, two or three times, several times. So there's archives if you want to go back and hear the details of those. But it started me thinking about something because I actually began to consider we haven't often, if ever, talked about why would a deceased person show up in your dream? What's the real purpose of it? Or what does it, if it's a metaphor as opposed to them actually being there, or sometimes maybe even if they actually show up, what's it for? Mm. What's it speak to? You know, what, what's it deal with? And so while I was thinking about that, that we hadn't done that, we had a dream come in on the uh, Facebook forum uh, for, or the, not the Facebook forum, but the website forum, uh, asking about a dream that had a deceased family member in it. And I thought, well, this is an interesting topic. I don't think we've covered, even if we've talked about what the reason for a deceased person showing up, I don't think we've talked about the this area in particular, and it related to generational issues in a person's life. Because we just talk about deceased people in general, that's one thing. But what about a family member who shows up? Like, is there a specific purpose? I mean, 
Yeah. You know, because I think we have touched on it sometimes. Yeah, um, we probably uh, have. Because we've so. talked about you having your experience with your grandmother. Yeah, that sort me of Me having my experience mm-hmm. with my aunt, you know, her coming to me. Right. So a, a couple. Yeah, we've touched on some of the meanings, but I don't know if we've really talked about this generational concept. So let me share the dream that showed up on the website, and it might give us a basis or a concept about uh, talking about this particular uh topic or what I wanted to look at tonight. So here it is. I had a dream last week that I can't stop thinking about and wondering if it could, uh, what it could mean. In a condensed summary, my family was all together and uh, God started speaking to us uh, as a whole. He spoke of something specific to my husband to basically let him know he was real. He was telling my husband something he knew about that no one else but him would know the other person that stood out in the conversation was my was my grandfather. He refused to believe that he was what he was hearing. God, uh, while God was revealing Himself to my husband, my grandfather was denying everything. I woke up crying because I was so happy about my husband, and then remembered the part about my grandfather. Uh, and I think I wasn't sure at first, but I think this means it was the dreamer's husband. And the dreamers, in other words, the maternal grandfather, not the husband's grandfather, but the wife's grandfather. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's interesting. Why is the grandfather in this dream? And in the dream, he's denying everything, saying you can't hear from God. That's not true. That's right. not real. Those sorts of things. What would be the purpose in that? Or what does it mean metaphorically? Right. And I don't necessarily think this dream speaks of the deceased person coming back like an encounter as much as it speaks of the metaphor that comes up when a family member shows up right. in a dream. Like what's the the overall message that's being portrayed or the feeling or the root of something, you know, that maybe needs to um, be addressed or even maybe it's healing is coming because of right. something that's being revealed you know and so you know for me just real quickly to give an interpretation for this for people who might want to know the dream has to do with in you know, in informing the dreamer that their creator is revealing himself to her husband in whatever way that may may be for a uh, a first-time revelation or for a just a more intimate or deeper encounter with the Creator. But the second thing the dream says is there have been some issues in your family line mm-hmm. that would oppose this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to reveal myself despite those things. Right. And we're not talking about someone who is deceased showing up in a dream to lay a foundation for something else. We're talking about perhaps a specific thought or idea that's being portrayed that is actually connected to a family member. And that by them appearing in the dream, it makes us focus on what is actually being kind of danced around, you know? Right. Because many times, looking back, you said, have we ever talked about this kind of topic before? And I'm thinking, yeah, I think we have. Actually, I think we've had several instances where we've talked about people appearing in dreams who have passed away, but it's not really, they're setting the scene for something, and sometimes they're not always delivering a message, 
This one is a little bit different. It actually has a thread that's running through it that's dealing with revelation is coming to the spouse. But then there's a lineage, a family lineage that is revealing something, you know, that there needs to be an awareness of. Yeah, and and, and, in my vernacular, I would say this is revealing a generational curse. There can be what I would call generational curses and generational blessings. And just for people who might not be familiar with those terms, it would effectively be the idea of something that's passed down spiritually through a family line. We know that you can inherit certain physical qualities, like your blue eyes come from your mother or your red hair comes from your father or your grandfather or something like that. But we happen to believe you can also pass on spiritual traits or qualities. Now, that does not mean that I'm not a believer in determinism. I don't believe that your spiritual state is determined by your generational uh, lineage. But I do believe that certain qualities can be passed on that we have to make a decision to deal with either positively or negatively in order to fully walk into our purpose and our destiny. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it, it would seem like, now I haven't, this was an online dream, so I haven't had a chance to talk to the dreamer to affirm any of this, but it would seem like this involves a generational issue that either originated or was very visible around the time of the grandfather's life that right. was opposed to a faith-based relationship to, to God, their creator, or to spiritual things in general, not really right. knowing what that is. If we yeah. could talk to the dreamer, we could find Might out, know more. you know, do you recall something about your grandfather that this may represent specifically? But we haven't had that chance, so I don't really know for sure. Right. But it raises the point that, whether it's correct or not in this dream, it raises the issue of we can have dreams that reveal things to us about our family line and lineage that can be valuable and beneficial. In fact, I've even heard of dreams. I can't think of one specifically as an example right now where generational um, um, uh, physical uh, medical issues Hmm. are revealed. You know, I didn't know that I had a family history of, a heart condition or a kidney mm-hmm. disease or whatever. Right. But having a dream in which a grandparent or a great-grandparent is suffering with something like that, then doing some checking and realizing, right. hey, I have a propensity to right. this. Very similar concept there. I think the thing that stands out to me is, um, I guess when your grandparent shows up in your dream, it's kind of weighty to me a little bit more than just your, your father. Your father can represent God the Father sometimes in a dream, can represent himself and sharing things. But when something skips a generation and goes back to a a grandfather or a great-grandfather, you really need to be looking at lineage-type things, don't you? Or something really needing to be looked at. That's a real quality of grandparents in dreams is they often represent generational things. Right. And think about it. You don't hear a lot of people talk about dreams with great-grandparents in them. That's what I was going to say. Or further back. Aunts, uncles, 
grandparents, parents. Right. Those are the people who you hear about in dreams more often. Well, okay, so you had a dream not too long ago about your dad. You're on a stage. You're about to do something on the stage, and you realize you see your dad out in the audience. That said something different to you than, oh, there's a lineage thing here. That was important to you. It was much more of an approval yeah. Uh, what you're doing is good, you know, that kind of a thing. Right. Like a father would right. affirm. Right. I'm thinking now about a dream I had about my grandfather, which I don't dream about him very much. And I think I've mentioned this before. So real quick, I dreamed that some he and I were riding down the road. And I said, oh, I've been to your old home place before. And he goes, no, you weren't born yet. You couldn't have been there. And I felt kind of corrected by him. Then we get to a place where we're about to drive to the barn where his old home place was. And cows are getting out. And they're just going up on the road. And I thought, oh, my goodness, there's going to be an accident up on the main road because all the cows got out, you know. So I just, now when I think about that dream, now I'm not, I'm not going to go into all the detail of it. When I think about that dream now, it makes me think about, okay, what is it that those cows mean getting out and getting up on the road and interfering with traffic and me being worried? What is this being, what, what is God trying to tell me that my grandfather, there's a meaning in this dream for me, you know? Yeah, and it, it, it sounds like when you look at it the way we're talking about today, that there would be something in your family line right. related to a risk factor. Right. The cows getting out doesn't mean there's going to be an accident, right? but it says very clearly there is a risk of an accident. Well, I remember that I was going to try to hide the fact that the cows had gotten out, and it was our fault for some reason. I was going to try to hide the fact, not tell anybody, but I realized in trying to hide the fact that there was going to be an accident, I thought, no. And I, I remember in the dream hearing God speak to me and say something like, you need to be humble and go apologize to the new owners of the farm and make sure they know, even though you're going to get in trouble for it, make sure they know what's happened. So I went to confess and they were like, oh. It's no problem, you know, not a big deal. And see, when you look at it that way, it it reminds me, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, and I don't think we have on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but it reminds me of this issue of your grandfather telling you, no, you haven't been to my home place before. Whereas you said, oh, I've visited your home place before. Now, in the dream, that comes first. Mm -hmm. God, of course, our creator giving the dream knows what's going to come after. And so if we start looking at that dream metaphorically, we Mm -hmm. begin to say, you're saying, I have possession of, or what you've lived through and lived in and where you've lived, Mm -hmm. I've been there. That's been a part of my life too. And your grandfather is speaking in reality kind of a blessing over you, saying, no, this is not for you. You haven't been there. And then you see this risk factor come up, and when you deal with it, it's simple and easy and everybody's okay. And that's saying the risks of your generational line are not for you. Mm. It's been broken. I do this to you on the air all the time. You're crying now over this dream interpretation. (laughs) I think I asked you for an interpretation three years ago. (laughs) Whenever I had the dream and you didn't know what it meant. Well, so today, all of a sudden, you're some wonderful dream interpreter. Well, it's easier when it's not you and it's a I didn't even ask generic, you to interpret this dream. Yeah. So, but thank you, Michael French. I'll pay you. How much was that? Well, I don't charge for dream interpretations, but a donation would be kindly accepted. So I'll make you a 
chocolate fudge cake one day. Oh, that sounds really good. I would take a donation of a chocolate Thank fudge you. cake. As long as some of the day I have enough calories to eat it. I am really working on doing better with my eating. Not what I eat. Everybody's still upset with me about that. But how much I eat. I love you. You're doing good. Thank you. But thank but it, you for that. That's really interesting. Can I tell, say one more thing? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my grandfather struggled through some things, and that's awesome. That th- That's a reflection of things being broken off, so that's beautiful. Um, I was thinking about another dream I'd had where my whole family was gathered there. My mom and dad, who have already passed away, their si- my mother's siblings, so it almost seems like it has something to do with my mother's side because my two aunts, her sisters were there, two of her sisters were there. And my nephew was there who had... Uh, struggled through some things in his life um, and has, you know, passed away a few years ago. And uh, But we were dealing with something as a family, and I, I remember that. And so when you have something like that, this was like a, for lack of a better word, a powwow, you know, for the family yeah. to try to figure out why this couldn't be done a certain way, you know. And um, And my nephew who had passed away was there. It was interesting. You know, we were dealing with car tags and titles and stuff. You can't tell me that dream doesn't mean something. You know, it's amazing what that dream means. And while a grandparent can speak to a generational issue, the family all being together can speak to a familial issue. Yeah, and it was current. Not necessarily generation, but a current issue within the family. Right. So we have these both deceased family members or even living family members showing up and having purpose, family issues, yeah. generational issues. Yeah. These things, This is the way metaphors work. They set a stage that point us to what is the type of issue we're dealing with. What is the, the theme of the dream, so mm-hmm. to speak? Mm-hmm. Then you can begin to examine the individual metaphors and the vi- individual elements of the dream Mm -hmm. to see now what is the message in connection with this thing right so the presence of a grandparent the presence of the family generational family issues and again reminding people that when we talk about metaphors we do not advocate the idea that a metaphor will always mean the same thing every time that's right but there are generic or general principles that apply Right. That you frequently see, and that's what we're talking about here with with family members. So it's a, a really interesting thought process. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now, when we think about this, though, we talked about generational sort of curses type thing, but the situation you had begins to look at first like it's negative. Yeah, I've always thought my my papa was correcting me. Yeah, you know, you've never been to my home place. Yeah, and instead he or, was. Or you had you were, we had already got this place was gone by the time you were born or something like that. You yeah. know, and instead he's protecting you. Yeah, and that comes into line with what I would call a generational blessing, because if spiritual principles can be passed through family lines in a negative way right then they can be passed through in a positive way yeah the interesting thing to me was now that you said it really sheds more light on it it's almost like we have to stay humble for you know there's there's uh something in um there's a bible verse that says a curse without a cause cannot alight meaning it can't come if we uh, don't allow it to. And I think sometimes that's with humility. And so I had not experienced that. 
but what about my children or my grandchildren? Does that mean they experience that? And for me, if we try to hide or be ashamed of things, we just need to come boldly to to God to say, okay, you know, here I am. I'm I'm humble. I'm not going to be shameful or hide something that could be a mistake or you know letting the cows out or whatever mm-hmm. you know not keeping things contained in the barnyard you know um just being humble i think that's so important and and i well, think and that's where we get freedom sometimes is through humility and you're capable of being humble and capable of making the decision for yourself and honoring your creator because right. there's been a breaking off of those things that might have sort of felt as though they were compelling something right which when they really don't compel us, your concept from uh, the old uh, a proverb, I think it is, maybe it's a psalm about the curse without a cause not alighting, mm-hmm. basically says you don't have to deal with a generational issue that came through a family line. Right. You don't have to pick that up. If you give it cause to stay in your life, yeah, then that's different. But you don't have to allow it to abide or to remain. It's like, like, and I think it actually says in that passage, like a flitting swallow, uh, you know, like you flirt, flit, flitting from one branch to another. Right. It's looking for a place to land, and you don't have to let it land in your life. That's right. And no, that's we a have many choices. dreams. Yeah, yeah, many dreams are designed to get us to make a decision. Right. I'm not dealing with that. Well, you know, sometimes you could just say, oh, "I'll never deal with that. I'll never, I'll never have that affect my life. That would yeah. never creep into me." That's. But when you walk in humility, going, "Lord or God, Creator God, keep me from that." And see, that's an interesting concept because what you're talking about there is a, a like a bitter root, a judgment. Mm-hmm. I'll never be like my grandfather. Well, right. that almost opens you up to becoming like them. Yeah. Because you're so adamant in judging them, what you fear or what you judge in the other comes on you. But with a dream situation, many times we're left with this feeling of, what do I do? I don't want this in my life, or I don't need to deal with this. Or maybe I do want this in my life. I want to let this blessing land on me. I can hold on to that because it's part of our family thing. But it's a much more humble way to approach it. You're not judging something. You're examining it and making a determination of how you're going to respond to it. Right. So so the, in that sense, a dream is a beautiful way to get us to respond with humility, Yeah. to respond rightly to the situation. Well, going back to the dream that you mentioned at the beginning, um, you know, the, the thing that she began to experience, even in her dream, excitement. Didn't it say she cried or something like she? she yeah, got, she woke up crying because she was happy for her husband, so she, but unhappy about her grandfather. Right. I mean, so she was experiencing a celebration of what really needed to be focused on in the moment of breakthrough or whatever that she had been waiting on, I think, and wanting. That's what I'm understanding. But then also understanding, okay, there was something else going on here, maybe that either blocked something or prevented it, or I don't know. I mean, well, it's you know. almost like a key's unlocking something mm-hmm. here in this dream. Mm-hmm. And you're sad that the key's revealed to be something in your family line, but you're happy that it's unlocked. Right. That That's kind of the way I think of it. So, right. yeah, that's very good. Um, 
What else you want to talk about? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think this is a good time. We don't have a lot of time left, but I think this is a great, this is a great, this is something that we don't really walk through very often to process. Right. We tend to either get excited that a loved one shows up in our dreams. Yeah. Or kind of think it was weird and shouldn't have happened. Right. One of those two extremes. But not often stop to process what's the underlying basis, what's going on. And, and, and I see a lot more people have dreams, particularly of deceased folks, who are loved ones than just generic people. Yeah, and, and It's it, not like often Abraham Lincoln shows up in somebody's dream or something, right. you know? Right. And, you know, I think, too, from a faith perspective, because we, we, you know, tell people that we are born again. We, we're practicing Christians. We, we, but we love everyone. I think about how there's a, a, a good percentage of people who are also faith-based like us who would think it was horrible that a dead person showed up in your dream. They, you know, and they would just say, oh, my goodness, you better stay away from that. That's... That's terrible, you know. Hey, I was sharing with my folks at the Mind, Body, Spirit Wellness uh, Festival last week when somebody asked about this topic. I said, look, I live in the Bible Belt of the South in the United States, and I'm a follower of Jesus. A lot of the people around me, if I started talking about encounters with deceased people, you never get to the metaphor. They just think you've started worshiping Satan or something. I know. I know. And what's interesting to me is how when we have that that dream or that experience when we're asleep, we it's so real to us that when we wake up and then someone tells us that you can't have that kind of dream and that's wrong and that's inappropriate, that there's something sometimes that will make people shift. Now, some people will go, oh, I didn't know that, so I'll shut that down. And then some people will react a different way, and they'll say, well, I don't ever want to have anything to do with God again if, if that's what you're saying. It's true. And we've got to come to a place where we realize spirituality is deeper than, can I say this? Spirituality is deeper than the conservative Christian mindset that permeates so much of the Christian faith-based community that makes them end up rejecting the very thing I think the teachings of Jesus teach us to, and that is to recognize and to display love to everyone around us. So if you don't see it the way I do, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And that's even within the faith community. Yeah. Like I was talking about somebody somebody thinking, you know, that that suddenly I've gone to worshiping Satan because I had a dream with a deceased loved one in it. In other words, you've just turned to the diametrically opposed position from what we believe is right. Right. Instead of saying, is there spirituality in this? Is there something that is from the creator in this? Is there something there that has value and life mm -hmm. that we can look at and find? Right. And I just think it's so much better to look at dreams in a way that digs for the gold, mm -hmm. that digs for the value in the dream, well, instead know. of getting uncomfortable with the surface of it. Right. And one of the things we, uh, you and I were talking about before we started the podcast was, I was saying, it's important that we don't seek uh, the communication. Um, to me, for those who have already, what I would say, crossed over. Some people say transitioned, already with God, whatever. Um, I don't seek that. But when it right. comes to me, when it comes to me, I pay attention. Well, and it doesn't matter your faith base. Right. 
I tell people, I put it like this so it crosses all faith boundaries. If I'm pursuing deceased people, I'm going to get a response from the dark spiritual realm, and that's never associated with good stuff. Right. If I allow it to come to me but because my creator releases it to me, I get a response from the light spiritual realm, right. and that is associated with the good stuff. Right. And that's what you want. You want something that brings forth life and strength and hope. So I don't want to pursue it myself because I want life, strength, and hope to come out of it. That's right. It's good. It is good. Well, I don't think we have to come up with something else because I think we've run out of time. I know. We, we hit a little snag there for a second. I was like, well, what else you want to talk about? But well, I, you you know, hit a little snag. I was still rolling. You were still rolling. But it's okay. Sometimes, uh, I, 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 there's sometimes where you, do, you, you hesitate in the podcast. You only got about 30 minutes about do you want to step into the next thing that's coming up. Yeah. And sometimes that takes a whole book, and sometimes you'll look at me and go, oh, Please, Lisa, <laughs> we can't un- we cannot <laughs> unpackage that in the next five minutes that's left. So that's true. anyway, hey, and since we did miss, we took a break last Monday. You need to know one of the reasons we took that break is I was doing the mind body spirit event. Yeah, and so because we took that break, I just want to remind people: go out to the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Dream Stories Podcast. And posted there, you will find the video of the one-hour seminar that I did on spiritual dream interpretation for that event. They were gracious enough to send me the recording Mm. and make it available. And so it will be available on the Mind, Body, Spirit website in the future on their YouTube channel. But it will also be available on my Facebook page now and on Michael B. French YouTube channel. So go out and you'll know what. That is basically our broadcast for last Monday in one sense. So it's an interesting, interesting, uh, interesting webinar. So all right. we'd love for you to see all that we posted. We've also been doing some dream labs, and those are posted on the webinar too, on the uh, Facebook page as well. Okay. So go out and check those out. Yeah. Well, as always, we appreciate you being one of our listeners. And if you don't mind, like and share, send us a comment. We appreciate feedback. So we just have recently reached a new level of listeners, and we're excited about that. So um, yeah, we'd so love to hear more from you. Share the podcast. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's why we keep growing is that's because right. you guys share it. So yeah. we appreciate it. I guess it's time for me to say, till next time, keep dreaming.